Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. But before we begin this episode, I want to say happy holidays from Sports Talk with C to you and all your family. And I hope that you guys spend it with family, are grateful, and continue this wonderful holiday season. Today, we're going to talk about, of course, college basketball, women's, and I have a nice interview set up with basketball player Katana Bree Love. But before we get into that interview, let's just talk about the AP rankings. So we have South Carolina, NC State, Stanford, Arizona, Baylor, Louisville, and UConn. Like UConn is at number seven. Seven. All right. So UConn is definitely, definitely missing Paige Buckers. If you guys don't know what's going on, Paige went down, suffered a left knee injury on December 7th. She was averaging 21 points a game. She's one of their best players, one of their, I believe she's the second best rebounder on the team. Um, They are trying to get it done from different ways. Um, I know Dorka Juhas had a great game the other day, Um, but I can honestly say I watched the game with Georgia and, whoo, man, Paige, sending you prayers, get better. Guys, if you don't know, she's out for two months. Let's see how UConn can hold down the fort and, you know, just send them prayers to Paige and hope she gets better, come back strong. Definitely missing her skills on the basketball court and definitely missing her play. But I want to jump right over to Stanford and that Tennessee game that I watched on Saturday. Now, Stanford was up the entire game. That third quarter, Tennessee came. They went on, a, I think, an 18 to 3 run. Don't quote me. But, man, Haley Jones and Pretzel off the bench was not having it. And a shout out to Coach Tara, for real, for real. And I do love her last name. Um, I don't know why, but it sounds like a big shot name, and she's a big shot coach. So, um, Haley Jones, love her. I really started watching her game last year um, in the game against UConn. Was it UConn? No, it was the game against, um, excuse me, the game against, uh, why am I drawing a blank here against um, South Carolina? Anyway, um, Haley Jones finished with 18 points in a high 19 rebounds. Pretzel came off the bench. She was shooting three from eight um, from the three-point line, finishing with 12 points. And, you know, Stanford ended that game. Thought it was going to be a little upset there, but they definitely held down the fort. Speaking of games, even though I couldn't just get out South Carolina to save me if I needed it to, definitely ready to watch that match up. December 21st at 7 p.m., you know I'll be tuned in. I hope everyone is tuned in. It's kind of difficult for me because I don't know. Do I want Stanford to win? Because I really, 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 really like Haley Jones. Or do I want South Carolina to win? Because you guys know how big of a fan I am of Zaya Cook. 
So for this game, right before Christmas, I would say I just want a great game. Like I wanted to go to a buzzer beater. That's what type of game that I want between these two. I know Aaliyah Boston is going to come with a chip on her shoulder. The way she's been playing has just been ridiculous in the paint. Like I was watching a game and they were saying how she reached out to Tim Duncan. What? Like if you guys watch basketball, you know he is. He's the best player in that position that I would say that I've had seen. Like, oh, Tim, and then you worked out with him over the summer. This is why her game in the post has just been ridiculous because she had a great teacher and school her and work with her. Yo, that must be amazing. Like, I don't, I would have been starstruck the first few times. I'd have been looking like, yo. I'm really working out with Tim Duncan. And it's so like he even the the point or the fact I should say that he even wanted to that he even did that he even answered to want to help a young woman get better at her game just because he still loves the game of basketball is absolutely amazing. I wish I can say when I um like being at home and being at other schools that they have men basketball teams. So I feel as though like the men should be at the woman, the woman should be at the men and supporting each other and, you know, schooling the girls with on different positions or different plays, different defensive, um, you know, um, runs. But even vice versa, you know, women can school men, you know, some women's vision is ridiculous and some men don't have that IQ of the court. So it can go both ways. But I know where I'm from. I would love to see more men show up for the ladies and just be there for each other. Just because we're a small state and the ladies ball, the men ball. And why not have the whole city be balling, right? Sounds good. Hopefully one day it will happen. But... That's enough for hearing about me for a few. Let's get into this interview. I had a pleasure to interview Katana Bree Love. Excuse me if I'm butchering your name. Um, it was a great interview. Hopefully everyone can understand with my accent, her accent. But, you know, more, no more talking. Let's just get into this interview. Introducing Katana Bree Love. Do you guys want to start a podcast? Well, Anchor's a place to be. You can start a podcast and let me explain. It's free. This gives you the tools to record your podcast right from your phone or your computer, right in the comfort of your own home. Your podcast will be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. And not only is it free, you can make money at minimal listenership. It's everything you need and more to make a podcast all in one place. Just go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good evening, Mimo. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Of course, after some technical difficulties, we are finally here. So tell me a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, 
I am Curtiana Bree Love, also known as Mimo Bree Love um, in the basketball world and everywhere else. Um, so I from I'm from a very small place here in the panhandle of Florida. A lot of people don't know this part exists. You know, they only know the Florida State and lower. Um, so pretty much it's a cow field in front of my house, like dirt roads, trees everywhere. Like they just got a Planet Fitness like probably like two years ago. And that's oh, wow. in like the next little city. So it's, yeah, so it's like two stoplights, a subway, gas station, grocery store. And that's the town part, like the actual highway. I live like three minutes the other way where it's nothing but countryness. Um, so born and raised here, um, I decided that I was going to be a WNBA player, professional basketball player when I was in like first grade. Um, I still got the yearbook. I wrote it down um in my first grade yearbook so still got that I actually accomplished that um and then I made a way for myself so ended up playing varsity in like seventh grade till I graduated um managed to get on the AAU team I think my ninth 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 to tenth grade year I think it was really tenth grade was the series um so I drove two hours me and mom two hours to Columbus, Georgia every weekend. So literally Friday after school, after practice, my mama get off work, two hours, I spend the weekend, come back. Um, went from being unknown to being very highly recruited. Um, I started taking pictures with like Brandon Clay. I was like, yeah, you're gonna be somebody. We gotta, we gotta get your pictures. I'm like, okay. Um, ended up having no offers my my think even my 10th grade year, my 11th grade year, I kind of showed out a little bit. So Got a lot of offers, ACC, SEC, um, and not really a big fan of attention. So didn't really – I didn't even know the difference between D1 and anything else. Like, the guys at school, like, yeah, you going D1. I had no idea what it meant, so I got offended a few times. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> because I said a lot of stuff to me, and I was like – so a lot of times I just didn't know, and I'd be in my own world. I'm like, what is that? It was like, you don't know what it is? I'm like, nah, bro. Like, what is that? It was like, no, like, that means you – like the highest right you nice <laughs> oh it was a shock to me like that was the first time like I literally heard that my lift grade you and I was like oh okay like I didn't know it was a difference um you know and you know I started with kind of like you know smaller schools around here like um Columbus State and mm-hmm. um, Columbus Alabama State so I really didn't know much um you know I was just like hey I love where I grew up but I gotta go. You gotta so, go. Um, you know, I was telling my, yeah, man, it's it's literally it's, it's nothing here. Like good people, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm just like, you know, the small country life ain't for me. I need to go be in somebody's city. I need some lights, you know, some, so, some highways. Being in this small um, town, you know, the cow failed. Yeah. What made you pick up a basketball? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's literally been like that my whole life. Like, I literally have a pillow that was a basketball since I was a baby. Like, I took it to college with me. Um, I just, you know, my uncles played basketball. Um, so, really good. It's a, like I said, it's a basketball town. Um, so, my uncles played. So, it's kind it kind of runs in the family. Um, everybody tells me how good they were. And, you know, a lot of talent around here. It's just not too many make it out, you know. Um, you know, some of them make choices. Other ones. They just, you know, decide they just gonna take a different route of life. Um, and like I said, like I was just like, man, like 
I know I'm not supposed to be here. I know I'm supposed to be somewhere in, you know, um, and I just kind of, you know, kind of put my head down and literally from, you know, sun up, sundown, I was outside. Like I taught people because I knew how to dribble a lot for my size. And people was like, well, how do you do this? I'm like, man, look, you'll have handles when you go outside and patch the grass and you just got to dribble. So, um, like I said, like, I just knew I was like, you know, this is not for me. Like I love where <laughs> I grew up, but it's just not. Uh, so I managed to get, like I said, I got a lot of offers and stuff. Um, ended up going to VCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up going to VCU, made the most of it, you know, met a lot of great people, learned a lot of great things, um, you know, stayed there for three years. I got hurt my freshman year, sat out um, with the fifth metatarsal um, fracture, got on, the, you know, made myself, got into the starting lineup, did pretty good. Um, How did you get played- to your injury? How did you... Like, was you upset that you hurt yourself? Was you disappointed in you? How did you overcome that injury and become into the starting lineup? Um, Well, it was, I'm not going to lie. It was tough because I never had an injury before. So, you know, I never experienced, you know, any type of injury. Um, And then too, I'm country. So it's like one of those things where they're just like, yeah, you ain't hurt. Keep going. You know, if you ain't Mm -hmm. crying, bleeding, or dying, you fine. (laughs) <laughs> um, so it was one of those things where I didn't really, I didn't really know my body. You know, I didn't really know, like, the you know, I knew the difference between being hurt, like, sore. And, you know, I didn't know what an actual injury felt like. But, um, you know, I'm pretty tough. So I try to tell people, I'm like, you know, if I come to you and I'm telling you something is wrong, something has been wrong for a while. I'm just now coming to you because I can't take it. Um, so it, it was hard mentally because, like I said, I, I've never been hurt. Um, I've always been, you know, good at what I've always been good at what I do. Um, so it was, it was hard. And then I was 12 hours away from home, totally different place. Didn't know anybody. Uh, I was the only freshman and mm-hmm. literally the way, literally 30 minute workouts was just awful. And I, I called my grandma, like maybe like three days into it. I was like, Oh, I'm coming back home. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> um, then I got hurt. It was different. I was like, "Oh, I don't think I don't. I don't think this is what I signed up for." Um, but um, it was it was hard. Like I said, like I was away, and you know, it was one of those things where I was hurt, and I knew I was hurt because I'm like, "All right, I can't, I can't stand, I can't, I can't sleep." Um, you know, I was basically I was mental. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. but I still made all right. You know, I was just pain pills. Before practice, you know, getting my foot wrapped up really, um, you know, really big. And, you know, I was just like, you know what, like, good, you tough, just keep going. Then it got to the point, I, you know, I would like literally just be in tears. Like, I'm like, man, I'm hurt. And, you know, wasn't really much done about it. Um, I voiced it. You know, I was, I was kind of quiet when I got there. Like, I'm very observant, so I'm quiet, I'm reserved, I observe everything. Um, so then I got to the point, I'm like, yo, like I'm hurting, like I can't walk, I'm limping, wasn't really taken too serious. Um, then it got to the point one day I pretty much cried the whole practice, like, but I was still running, missing sprints. And the coach was like, you keep missing sprints. I'm like, that's the point. I can miss them all day. Making them is the problem. I can't make them. I can't run. So next thing you know, um, one of the sprints, I sprinted my heart out, crossed the line. When I stepped down, I heard a crunch, I had a crunch. And I was like, yep, I done messed up. And then pain just started shooting from my ankle to, like, the top part of my shin. I was like, yep, I done messed up. Um, you know, got an X-ray. And like I said, like, it was hard because I've never been hurt. Like, the only thing 
done is just play basketball. It's like, okay, sprain the ankle, you know, you do some, you good. Um, so it was a lot because it's like, all I know how to do, all I've done is play basketball. I've never had to sit out and watch people practice. You know, as much as I was like, all right, my lungs, we good, we need a break. But um, it was hard. So, how did you, you push know, it was through? one of those things where I just felt like pushing through, it was just one of those things where, you know, my teammates and a lot of people were just like, you know, it's not that bad of an injury. Like, you'll be back in a few weeks. Um, but it was kind of just one of those things where, I had to just sit there and kind of just accept it because I'm like, okay, there's nothing I could do. Um, so, so, you know, I really, all I did was basically I wrote, I write. So, you know, I wrote about a lot of things, how I felt. Um, I stayed to myself really. So I really just stayed and isolated myself because I was mm -hmm. like, you know, not the, you know, I'm not really good at expressing myself. And so the way for me to kind of stay up, I was like, well, I'm going to just stay away from everybody, you know, and, you know, I went, you know, when I could, I'll pick up a ball, I'll dribble and stuff. So it was just one of the things like I just, I just literally focused on like, okay, six to eight weeks. I got six to eight weeks to sit here in the cast and then I'm be good. So that's all I just kept telling myself, like six to eight weeks, it's going to be okay. It's fine. And then like a lot of kids around here, when they get hurt, especially with leg injuries, they come back and they just got bounced crazy. So I'm thinking, I'm like a boy. I'm like, okay, like, everybody's like, yo, you're going to have bounce. It's going to be crazy. Like, you're going to be good. So that's the only thing I'm like, all right, I'm going to be able to dunk. Like, I can jump. So that's <laughs> that's really how I push it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have hops. I'm good. I'm good. So that's really how I got through it. Just right in and, you know, just that's, that was it. So you have mentioned earlier in the first grade that you wrote that you were going to be in the WNBA. Yes why and was there a player that you looked up to at that time um I, I was always like basketball you know what I'm saying like I, I was literally I, you know of course there's other things I'm good at but me personally it's like I've literally like ever since I can remember like I played like it's like called upward basketball around here like I've always just had a basketball I've always been outside like me, like I had, I still got the little plastic gold now from when I was like in kindergarten. So that's just always been my thing. Just basketball, no real, no real, like, you know, influence around here. It's just me and my, my basketball. Um, like I said, my uncles played. Um, I think my dad, my dad was kind of good at it. Um, you know, I played it with him like once or twice, but it's just, that's just always been my thing. But um, I didn't really have like a specific player that I kind of looked up to because um, really it was just me. Um, so like I said, nobody was really around here. So um, the times that I could watch basketball, because like even to this day, a lot of people around here don't even got like cable or nothing. Um, so I had to pretty much learn everything from school. So, mm -hmm. um, but I just, I thought of stuff. So for me, like, um, like Duncan wise, which I didn't realize the girls don't really, you know, grow to be athletic like that. Um, but I pretty much watched like um like a lot of times it was like uh Carlos Boozer, Dirk Nowinski, um, who else? Um of course I like Shaq. Everybody kind of used to kind of compare me and try to come for me on my free throws. I'm like, first of all, I get buckets. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, my one of my uncles, like my uncles say he was like, You like Shaq, you can't make the free throws, like I make them. Thank you. Don't do that. I mean um, you must not if they're calling you baby Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like around here is like people motivate you by 
coming at you crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So one of those things where I taught myself how to shoot with my opposite hand. So I'm right nice. hand dominant. So I'm right hand dominant. Everything I do, if you ever watch anything I play, like I, I literally do everything with my right hand, but I shoot left handed. So everybody's like, you're left. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like I can shoot both, but I'm like, hey, you giving me my right. I'm gonna go right. You give me my left. I'm gonna still use my right. So, um, but I just took, I just took pretty much everything from every type of player. So I just, I'm like, I don't really have a favorite, but I just love everything about literally every position. So that's literally, I just picked up, I see a move I like, I'm going to watch it a thousand times and I'm going to go <laughs> practice it until I got it. So that's really just how. Did you ever want to play any other sport? Yeah, I played a few sports. So I played softball. Um, of course, I'm six two, so uh, my strike zone was at my ankles, so they would throw it really low. <laughs> so when I be a connect, so I was good. That's the only sport I like defense. I'm not gonna lie, like my defense was fire in softball. I was I played first base, I played outfield, I could catch, I could throw. My strike zone, my strike zone just was too low. So you know, uh, I played softball for like I think two years. And then it got to the point, like, like I said, like I was good at it. Um, mm -hmm. When I did connect with the ball, it went to the fence every time. But it's cold outside, and we still. That's when we wore like shorts. I was like, oh no, this. Then I got hit in the head. Like coach hit <laughs> hit the ball. But yeah, um, so I played softball. I was pretty good at it, but it was not my sport. And then to top it off, I got cleated in the ankle with a metal cleat. Oh, playing no. out of my position, I said, like, oh yeah, I'm done. <laughs> nope. That's exactly uh, what I would have did. I want to play would have all set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I metal to my ankle. My attitude came out and I was ready to swing. So I was like, nah, <laughs> this ain't for me, dog. Like, I can keep this going back to the gym. Nah, not for me. Nope. Um, so then uh, I wanted to play soccer. So I got, you know, people like, you have nice feet. So, you know, I just like doing tricks, but. <laughs> What? Uh, my, what does that have so to do I'll, with anything? Nah, uh, because it's like for me to be my size, everyone's like, your size, you can run, but I'm like, yo, um, that's that's too much lung capacity. I ain't got that. So um, never made it to play soccer. I play every now and then, but I was like, nah. So but that's that was it. Like people wanted me to do track because I was like, nah, dog. Mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm not too. No, ma'am. Yeah, anything the outside sport, I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't do outside. I'm, I'm an indoor person, so so I just was like, I'm gonna just stick to basketball. That's what I'm good at. I'm gonna just stay over here, not try nothing new. Did a lot of guys like growing up because you were nice really like test you? They did, but they quickly found out like I want you on my team. I don't really want to play against you, so um. You know, so but I played with boys, so you know I never really played with girls growing up. So anything rough, so you know I would I played football. I wanted to tackle. You know what I'm saying? Like the boys play. I was always with the boys. Um, so like I said, they knew that I was nice. Like even practicing. Like one day, like the boy, the varsity coach got mad at them. He was like, I, he was like, I wish I had. He said, I just needed five more. I'm sick of y'all. I was like, and I was like, I. I like, I'm just sitting here, like, not practicing, not doing nothing. And I'm just like, I am sorry. My bad. Like, so <laughs> towards my senior year, I would get kind of upset because we didn't have the best coach. Mm -hmm. So I 
practicing with the boys. Like literally, like I was the girl on the team that they was just like, oh, like you want us? Come on! Like now, one of the guys from here went to the G League, and literally he had like a party, and I was the only girl there. Like I am really one of the boys, so it didn't bother me. That's that's just you know my group of people. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say the way? High school is now AAU teams is now is better for kids growing up or does it make kids wanting to pursue a basketball career kind of soft? Well, well, I mean, here is a little bit different. So me personally, I do think I, I me personally, basketball is a lot softer um, because I mean, you know, even for me, when I was younger, we could turn people and stuff like that like I literally played with people like my coach would be like like I literally like I didn't understand that when I got to college I had to call fouls and pick up like we would be the ones like we literally battled until we seen blood like you could bleed and they'd be like you like it's a foul nah ain't a foul take the ball out get tough so you know for me it was a little different and now it's like you know you can't touch nobody like you know what I'm saying like you literally swiping for the ball you can hit clean in the air it's nothing so I feel personally, me, like, it's a little softer, but it also, it teaches you also how to kind of actually play. So it's like now you got to give effort. So you can't just hide behind, you know what I'm saying? You can't hide behind, you know, just being athletic or taller than somebody, mm-hmm. um, you know? So, and then, like I said, like, and then too, it's like a lot of kids, like, especially around here, like it's potential, but being in a place that's just so isolated, they don't really understand that it's a lot more to basketball, you know what I'm saying? than just mm-hmm. having talent or so for me, I think it's a little bit softer, but, um, you have like, they, but they get to show their skills a lot more, you know, they're not just so in a box, like, okay, I got to do this. Like, you know, they do speak up for themselves, you know, they have a voice. Whereas, you know, we were just like, Hey, we just got to put our head down, play and, and just do what we got to do. So. Okay, and how would how important would you say is to women's sports in general? Um, how important is what? I can't hear you on that. Like sports in like growing up as a teenager. It's very important. Like you really learn how to socialize and how to deal with different types of people and different personalities. Um, so like I said, especially for myself, like, you know, I grew up around a lot of, like, I, I played pretty much, I always played with people that were older than me. So I grew up with my cousins that were four years older than me, but because I was, you know, talented, I got to hang with them all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it really just taught me how to deal with different types of people and personalities. Um, so, you know, I've always been kind of like the reserve, like I'm a chill, but you push me, we don't have a problem. And then I got, you know, you got the firecrackers and you got the people that are a little, you know, and you got the people that's like real mellow, you know, they, they really don't stick up for themselves. So um, it does teach you how to deal with different types of people, but it also, it, you know, it puts you in a different world, in a different space. Um, And that's what I was saying. Like for a lot of people, it's just, they're just so used to, you know, one type of people, one group of people. So um once I actually started playing AAU and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like I'm, you know, like especially where I grew up, it's not really diverse. You see the same type of people, white, black, you know, Mexican, literally Mexican people, and then mixed people. That's all you see, you know. So I went away, like, you know, I'm, and I'm, I like all types of people, different stuff. I love to learn. So mm-hmm. for me, just right here, I was away, like, I never went to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So 
until I started playing AUs. I went and I seen different people, different shades of people. I hear different accents. Um, so it's very important. Like I said, in the end too, it teaches you that, you know, it teaches you how to get over adversity. Um, you meet a lot of people in life, you know, especially now, like, you know, I help coach and soon as stuff will start going, starts going bad. Kids are just like, they want to give up. I'm like, man, like life ain't like that. Like you just, everything ain't go your way. Like somebody, like you got to learn to deal with different people. They don't want people yelling at them. They don't, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, she pushing too hard. Well, what are you going to do about it? Like fix it. So I definitely think it's, it's definitely important. So even if they don't want to pursue it, learning how to be a leader, learning how to be vocal, learn how to do different things at different moments. What is your role? Mm-hmm. It's very important. Okay. So I heard you say that you are coached twice now. So what would you say is the best thing about coaching? And what would you say is the most challenging about coaching? Um, the best thing is like being able to actually connect with players on the level of I understand. Um, so my big thing was, especially me in college, like I never really understood why you would want to harm, not necessarily harm, but I never understood like why coaches weren't really humans. Like, why do you think that we're machines? Why do you think we aren't tired, that we aren't sore? Like, you know, um, so just connecting, like understanding that, okay, you can't talk to this person how you talk to this one. This person may need an encouragement. This person may need you to curse them out. Um, so just being able to connect is the most important thing. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's nice that, you know, I'm like, hey, I was there. I understand. And, you know, I, I let them know. I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not the, I wasn't the best player. I was not the one that hustled all the time. I'm the talent. I, I'm talented and I work hard. I get tired. I'm, you know what I'm saying? So I speak mm-hmm. from a, one of, it's like a happy medium. Like, okay, you might, you were a good player, but you know, I understand. I'm like, I'm not going to be anything to you that I did not like as a coach. So um, that's probably the best thing, just being able to connect with different players, you know, have their own relationship, um, you know, with me. And then the most challenging is actually getting them, getting kids now to kind of actually listen. Cause it's like, nobody wants to be coached. Everybody, (laughs) like they don't like. Everybody LeBron and stuff. Yeah. Everybody wants to be Steph Curry. Everybody want to shoot threes. And I'm looking like, you can't even catch the ball right now. <laughs> like, and, you know, and I, I'm like the type, like, and I laugh a lot. So, you know, like when I'm coaching, like I, I joke. So I'm just like, I'm like, you know, like I'm, I'm going to talk to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and especially like I coach college kids, like at a Juco. And then I coach um, my, I went back to my high school and I helped coach the varsity girls. Keep in mind. Most of them are middle schoolers. They're eighth graders. And for them, attitude. Like, I've never seen so many kids that you tell them something and they start yelling like they yell at the head coach. And this man could have been in the NBA. Like, this man averaged 20 points a game in high school when it was no three-point line. And we're just like, listen, we're trying to help you. And, like, we're literally talking. And they start yelling. I'm like, hey, I'm not your coach. The school wouldn't hire me, so I'm cussing out everybody. Like, Hello, you know, and it's a ching. There you go. Cause that would be me. This is why I do this because I couldn't, but my attitude, I'm, I'm the firecracker. One of those people. Yes, that is me. Don't touch me. No, I'm all set. Mm -mm. Like players that don't want. Yeah, no, that and more power to you. Rolling the eyes. Every time they say something and they say something right back before you finish. (laughs) I'm just like, 
Like, I just sit there and I'm just like, <sighs> like, sometimes I can't even say that. I'm just like, I'm going to swing on all of y'all. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, let me just shut up before I do. Up. I'm like, the principal not going to put me out because he loves me. I went to school here. Your parents don't tell me good job. And I'm just like, and I'm just most of the time, I'm like, hey, you're okay. Just, just <laughs> listen. It's fine. Like, I have to talk to them like that. And they still don't care. They still be I'm like, all right, at this point. At this point, the- you know what? <laughs> but this, like, this is me, college and high school. I'm just like, okay. All right, this is what we're doing today. Cool. Great. All right. <laughs> so do you want to pursue that? career in coaching or where do you see yourself in five years in five years that's that's great like I mean I like I took on the coaching aspect because I got injured again um so I got I tore my meniscus um and it was a way for me to stay close to basketball um because I needed a break because I had a very very my whole career was very tough um in college and in the last last three years where they was there was really like the deal break I was like I need a mental break um physical break too because I needed surgery um coaching keeps me close to it but I lose my voice and then I sound even more like a frog and it gets deeper um and I'm just like y'all don't listen but it's like I'd rather play so for me um like I said as a player I wasn't as vocal until I went to my second school and I didn't understand how much you know how important it was to actually speak mm-hmm. um but I definitely missed the basketball part like I mean now like still healing and you know every chance I get that I can run a few times up and down the floor I do it um but you know coaching wise I don't it's nice to you know add my little opinion but it's like I'm also one of the types I'm like all right I got something to say so y'all need to do this so I'm now I don't think I'm really cut out for the assistant part um or the head coaching part because I'm just like that's a lot of pressure <laughs> um but in five years I do want to yeah because I'm just like oh I'm like it's like this system part is like okay it's cool because you know what I'm saying like I do my job but then it's like now okay yo you ain't work what you doing coach ain't working so let me talk to him um but yeah I, I do want to play again um like I said I'm just still healing trying to get together um so it's just been ups and downs so it's like sometimes I'm like yeah I can coach and the other times I'm like uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm pretty sure you will figure it out I hope that you you know fully heal Thanks. so you don't hurt yourself again because I was watching oh, I some of your clips so I I need to I would love to see you uh, actually play you know because I was like oh, okay you know so if you do get back to ball, I would love to see you play. And do do you watch any games now? TV, who would you say you enjoy watching basketball play now? I'm not even going to lie. I honestly have not watched, like, for real, watched a game since I went to college. I'm not going to lie. My first college, I was traumatized. I have not even sat down to watch a game. <laughs> Why was um, you traumatized? Well... I just, my first coach, like I said, like, don't get me wrong. I learned a lot, a lot from her, but it's just, she took, she really took the love of the game away. Like I literally, like the only thing I've ever done is watch basketball, travel channel and cooking shows. And literally she just, she just ruined it for me, you know? Um, So, you know, like I said, I did what I had to do. Like I, I was a completely different player in high school. I was a completely different player in general 
And I went from being one through five, can shoot, dribble. And, you know, I was like, hey, I got to do what I got to do to play. So literally me running and rebounding, making a live, that was not who I was. But that's the role that I took on so I could play. And I stayed there and I stayed there for three years. And by the time I left, like, I was completely disconnected from basketball. And when I went to St. John's, that's when I found it back. My grandmother passed away and they completely wiped away everything with basketball. So, um, but yeah, I literally have not, like, I'll watch, like, I'll watch highlights and stuff when I'm scrolling on Instagram. Um, you know, I still watch workouts and stuff, but just like a whole game, I have not done it other than basketball at home when I'm going and coaching, but haven't been able to do it. <laughs> I want to punch her, not even like, not even to say like to promote violence or anything, but like, yo, like I would be pissed because like yeah. right now I don't play, not at all. We already know this, but like, it is everything to me. So if someone really came into my life and took that love that I have for just the game in general, like I would probably know. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it was hard. Like I said, like, you know, and, you know, I mean, I, when I say I didn't tell anybody like how I felt, like I said, like, I'm, I'm just so used to being nonchalant. Like a lot of times, like even when I played at St. John's, like, you know, my, like I said, when my grandmother passed away, I literally would be in tears before the game, during the game, after, but it's Definitely like, I never really, that, that. yeah. So um, it, it was hard. Cause like I said, like for me, like, don't get me wrong. Like I, I made good, you know, I made good grades. Like, you know, but for me, like as much as I have other talents and I'm good at other things, um, for me, basketball was literally my life. So it's like literally and I tell them like she I like, you know, like I said, hey, she's doing her thing. Cool. Um, but for me, like my love of basketball was like literally who I was. And then like I never like everything was connected to basketball, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So it's like when she made that, you know, difficult for me um it's like literally like my confidence everything like everything just went down the drain as a person um you know so like I said like literally those three years that I spent at VCU like everybody's like oh you did so great and in my mind I'm like no I did not you know they was like oh right, you're right double double like I'm like, like huh? and then I'm like this is not who I am so okay. right. my best year that I ever played was at St. John's but like I said, like, it's, I try, like, even now, like, I'll try to watch a game, but I will, I, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. That's understandable. That is very understandable. Um, if you could give words of advice to a, another kid, anyone experiencing what you had went through, what would you say to them? Um, I would definitely tell them to really 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 like know what they're doing like Reese you know what I'm saying like really do your research do your homework um you know and that was my biggest thing I didn't care about a name um mm -hmm. you know, and literally I did my research I researched I watched them play games you know before the coaching staff changed because I was supposed to go um there you know with Marlene but I researched every school that I had interest in, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I went and I checked the roster. I literally watched games to see how they played. Cause I'm like, okay, well I'm going here. 
So I need to go somewhere that's going to fit my playing style. Um, so that would be my biggest thing. Just like do your research and know exactly know yourself, because if you don't really know yourself, they will, you know, coaches, like I was told, like coaches are used car salesmen with a whistle. Like they're going to bait you up. They're going to make it seem like it's the best deal in the world. But when then sometimes you may look under the hood and realize it's not that great. So that would be my thing. Just do your research and know yourself. And if anything sits with you the wrong way, not necessarily saying, oh, they talk, they yelled at me. Like, no, like really know if something is truly harming you and causing you issues with yourself, you got to get out of it. Like it's not for you. Would you say being late to the game or to the aspect of knowing D1, D2, D3 prospects, would you say that shaped you into picking any school because you really didn't care about that or you really cared about was playing basketball? Uh, definitely not. Like, um, like I said, like I'm pretty much like, I was kind of like, I was really a student of basketball. So okay. really I watched anything. So for me, it wasn't necessarily the name, but I knew for a fact because we have a Juco here um, that's like 30 minutes down the road. And I was like, well, I know I don't need to go to a Juco because, you know, I was like, I want competition. I was me personally. I was like, you know, I don't really think I need to, you know, go somewhere, be an all American as they were mm-hmm. telling me. And I don't have no competition. Um, but like, I kind of, you know, realized I was like, okay, like I, when I watched you, I was like, okay, I have those skill sets. Um, so it was just one of those things where I, I had confidence in my game, but also, um, my AAU coach was very, very helpful because, um, he, you know, he knew like talent, like, okay, like you're division one player. Like he kind of broke it down to me. Like, um, mm-hmm. I was like, I have no idea. So, you know, he was like division one highest competition. He was like, I don't see you as a, you know, anything less than D1. Um, mm-hmm. so he was shocked because it was like mid major, but, um, you know, once he kind of sat down and broke it down and I started actually doing my own research, I was like, well, I don't want to go too low to where I'm just dominating everybody. But I was like, my biggest thing was, I was like, I don't want to go somewhere where I'm going to be compared and they're going to try to make me be someone I'm not. Like, don't tell me this is who you have to replace. This is what they did. So now you have to be her. No, I'm me. So that was my biggest thing. I was like, I don't want to be, you know, I was like, I don't want to be compared. And I'm not being nobody's cheerleader. That's not what I signed up for. I was like, so if you're going to, and I told him, I was like, if you're going to sit me on the bench, I'm not coming. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, like, I just really, I knew what type of player I was. And, and I knew that for, you know, for the little bit of resources I had and I had managed to get where I was going, I was like, okay, now imagine myself at, you know, when I got everything that I needed more. So that was really my thing. Just, just knowing the type of player I am and knowing that if I can make, a heck of a lot out of nothing than if I had just a little bit of something was out of this world. I know that's right. Well, I thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C and coming to share your journey with me and have a great evening. And get to the love of basketball again. Okay. I'm trying. trying, We we go. We going to make this. We going to get this going. We going to get this going. Oh yeah, I'm about to just start sprinting. I was like, I was like, at this point, I'm just finna just until my leg completely falls off, I'm doing it. Let's go. I know that's right. Well, thank you. You have a good night. Thank you. Thank you.
What's up? It's Aokia, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked.